hi welcome to another segment of zillipod so i before i start the episode i want to know if anybody is having trouble with the encore app like i having a lot of trouble lately i email support but i cannot see my previous episode because usually my previous episode i always share them on my social media like repeatedly share them on my social media i also like send them to my friends like post them on my website and everything but lately i cannot seems to find my episode on the actual app so please if you have in the same same issue send me a voice message or email me at contact us at zillitalk.com to let me know hey we have in the mom having the same issue with the app as well don't worry because sometimes you know when you're struggling and you know now you're not struggling alone it makes the struggle lighter and easier and right now i feel like i'm struggling alone i'm like oh maybe it's me i don't know but if you're having the same issue that i'm having right now with the app please let me know because i see that my listeners like keep increasing but i'm not seeing the episode on the app like i was about to see everything on the app before so if you have that same issue or you ran into that same issue previously please let me know that i'm not the first one struggling with it but anyways if you listen to my previous podcast i stated that i wanted to start talking about greek mythology the reason why i want to do that because my podcast is most more of a free-flowing podcast i don't want to talk about one specific thing like that's not me like at first like oh, i know the originality of my podcast is about movie and tv like we like a little rotten tomato podcast but we're not called rotten tomatoes but my husband that was my husband idea i like to start it which i appreciate it but the thing is i don't want to talk about tv and movies every day you know i know we haven't talked about it in a while we have one about tv and movies coming up your way but be patient stick with us and you're gonna love us because we don't want to talk about one thing do you eat the same food every day no you do not so we don't want to give you a podcast where we talk about the same thing every day no you're gonna get bored or you're gonna like listen to us some of the time but believe me although there's a lot of diversity in movies there's a lot to talk about in movies but i don't wanna like the world is a big place so we cannot focus on one thing like expand our horizon but anyway let's go back to greek mythology the reason why i wanted to talk like uh do segments about greek mythology because it's really one of those things that you cannot do one segment about it's because there's a lot a lot when i say a lot like multiple similarity between greek mythology and haitian voodoo and the reason why those two things always interested me because at the end of the day it's my culture you know and my long-term goal is to start a particular research on voodoo and other religion because it's a religion and it's my culture and very often people give it a bad rap when it doesn't it got a good side and a bad side to it but it just overall i want to explore that part like find out like the truth behind it like take a scientific approach toward voodoo so that's like my biggest goal and that's why anything that i see got similarities i investigate them as well and in the journey i want to share with with you guys so that's why i decided to do a segment particularly like do segments on greek mythology it's gonna be like it's not gonna be back to back back to back but it's gonna be multiple segments about greek mythology 
So, the thing is with Greek mythology is they got a pantheon. When I said a pantheon, they is like according to the Google definition, if I may use it, if you guys don't mind. Pantheon is defined as all the gods of a people or religion collectively. That means all the gods that you find within a specific religion or culture. So, it's the same thing in, how do they call that? In Egyptian, they got a pantheon of God. That means they like, they're not monotheist, they're like polytheist, they got different God. They, each God got a specific thing they do. It's same thing in Haitian voodoo. We have multiple gods and each God got a specific purpose. For example, we got a God that call, um, Baon Samdi. Baon Samdi is the first God that you're supposed to ask permission before any voodoo religion. Like, he needs to open the, he needs to give you that possibility to open the door for you. And, and many like Greek mythology, Egyptian mythology, and all those mythology, you also find that same person that guard the, on, like, that guard the spirits. You know, for example, in Greek mythology, I think Hades is the, keeper of the underworld. Well, Bawa Samdi and Haitian Voodoo is the keeper of the underworld. Like, he hold that key, like, to go in that spot you need to go to him. So, there's a lot of similarity. And there's a lot of God in Greek mythology when you look at Haitian Voodoo, like, shit, we got the same God, but they just call different things. For example, um, Medusa, you know, um, no, no, Aphrodite. She's the goddess of love and everything. She's that, like, you know, that awesome hat tamale, you know, that is, that is a goddess. When we have the same thing in Haitian voodoo as well, they call it Erzili. You know, we got two Erzili. It's Erzili Dator because she's the same thing as Aphrodite. She is that perfect. They picture her as that beautiful woman, you know, that every man's want to be with and everything. And she's dating three gods within her, like, pantheon and everything. So... As you can see, that Lelo example is like, and trust me, there's many, many more similarity between the God. And I can go all day, all night between the similarity between Greek God and Voodoo gods. And that's where I'm like, you know, a lot of those things, like other people are rejecting like, oh, Voodoo is bad and everything. But when you take it, it's pretty much the same thing as, um, you know, other mythologies. Except Voodoo tend to like, got that dark side that goes toward witchcraft and that's make in what give it the bad juju but at the end of the day there's a lot of similarity with other great things like greek mythology i love greek mythology but anyways so that is why that i want to talk about greek mythology i mean i sorry i want to make segment about greek mythology so today we're gonna start simple because you know i gotta easy warp into it because not everybody like greek mythologies not everybody wanna like what is she talking about you know some people might like oh i don't want to listen to that podcast let me switch it but i promise you if you stick with us you're gonna fall in love with everything that we could talk about because we're real people talking about real things that we're not getting paid for so if you support us please listen to us okay so today i'm gonna give you 10 fun facts about greek mythology the first fun fact is Zeus was an opportunist. Yes. Let me tell you why. Zeus was the all-powerful God, the king of God, the controller of friend and thunder, the father of many children and the vanquisher of the titans. 
but he couldn't have done it alone. Greek mythology tells us that Hades was the one to surprise Cronus by wearing his invisibility helmet and Poseidon was the one who immobilized his body. Zeus seized this opportunity and killed his fighter by striking him with a thunderbolt and became the king of gods. So as you see, like Zeus, like the way the people always see Zeus like as that god of God, the great god. No, he's not. He killed his father. Kronos was the Zeus Hades uh, father. So he killed his father. So would you trust somebody that killed his father? No. So yes, he was an opportunist in case you never see that side of him. Now, fact two. Hades was technically an Olympian but was not counted as one. Hades was as powerful as many of the other 12 Olympians, which technically made him the 13th Olympian, but since he resided in the underworld and not on Mount Olympus, he was not known as an Olympian. Hades was also the one who helped us defeat their father Cronus and helped them to become gods. So, as you see, the way the mythology, like oh, most of the time, the way we see it is Hades is the bad guy, when it's not like and of course he is a olympian because he is like zeus brother and he the, the, the reason why they call them olympian all those gods because technically in the mythology there is 12 olympians god however in reality there's 13 because Hades, as I just said, because he doesn't live on Mount Olympus, they don't call him an Olympian, but he is an Olympian technically. And they always portray him as the bad guy. Even in that little um, animated movie, Hercules, you know, they show Hades as the bad guy when he was not. Like technically, Zeus is the bad guy. You kill your own father, man. Like, how good could you be? And you did that to your brother. Like, nobody should trust you. But of course, like sometimes you help people, you know, I, I know a lot of people in life that can relate to Hades. Um, if I said it right and if I said it wrong, let me spell it for you. It's H-A-D-E-S. So I know a lot of you can relate to him because sometimes you got family member that you help do things like you help achieve their dream and everything. And once they achieve their dream, they feel like the proper thing to do is to let you down, you know, slowly. So if you've been through that, there goes your favorite person in the world Hades because you guys might have a lot of things in common and he's not a bad person as they portray him normally in their mythology third fun fact Prometheus kept stealing from the god Prometheus was another interesting titan in the Greek mythology he was the wisest among the titans and could apparently see the future he knew Zeus would win and fought from his side when he fought Kronos. He is notorious for thinking himself to be smarter than the god and kept stealing from them. When he stole fire from the god and gave it to the mortals, he was caught and was punished by Zeus. So Prometheus is those people like that believe that they are. So you know some people that think that they are way smarter, they can outsmart you. For example, my daughter, she's five years old, but she thinks that she can outsmart me. But it's not true. So he think that he was able to outsmart the God because he was like part of those people that let Zeus know that, hey, if you fight your father, you're going to make it. So as I said, Zeus is not the great guy. Like everything goes to him doing shitty things he's a shitty bug so no like get it together and i hate like sometimes when 
even when they're teaching you about mythology they try to converge you like to give like to make you take what people want to teach you like when they taught me greek mythology back in school they taught me like zeus is like the great god and everything and hades was the bad guy but no maybe you were taught differently because every teacher teach differently but i feel like my teacher put a lot of her personal opinion in the greek mythology so anyways this is what i'm telling you right now is fact not my opinion fourth fun fact about greek mythology atlas was punished to hold the heaven not the earth atlas was a titan who fought and led a battle of titans against zeus but got defeated and was punished by zeus to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity for a while he got hercules to, to hold it up for him but then later reassume his duty when hercules cheated him into holding the weight of the heavens again he is wrongly portrayed to be holding up the earth so this is another thing i don't know where he get lost in translation atlas was not holding earth he was holding heaven let me repeat that part for you atlas was a titan who fought and led a battle of titans against zeus but got defeated and was punished by zeus to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity he was punished to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity but I don't know why he get wrongly portrayed to be holding up earth he was not holding up earth he was supposed to hold heaven on his shoulder so another very misunderstanding and sometimes when those misunderstanding become commercial we tend to get lost and get the wrong information but sometimes you need to dig the dirt under the table to find out what is buried anyway fifth fun fact pandora was the first model woman oh i like that name if I got another kid, I'm going to call her Pandora. I like that name. Pandora was made by Zeus and was the first mortal woman according to Greek mythology. She received a gift from each of the gods to make her perfect. Zeus gave her to Epimetheus, who had been warned by his brother Prometheus to not take any gift from Zeus, but, um, but he got enchanted by Pandora's beauty and accepted he gave her a box and told her never to open it but she couldn't resist an opening letting out all evil and mistrust in the world so if you usually hear people talking about the a pandora box is that's what they're referring to it's part of the greek mythology as you see like pandora is the first mother woman that they that the gods put together she was you know of course she was like beautiful but and emetheus remember prometheus is that one as i said earlier that was stealing from the god and thought that he was smarter and he was the one that he was part of the uh, suicide squad you know that helped zeus kill his um corners his father and because he got he was stealing from the god zeus punish him zeus got no sympathy like he doesn't care if you helping him or not he's gonna shut you down he's like a lot of businessmen he's the perfect example of a businessman because businessmen usually that's how they are they don't care if you help them build a business from ground to up if 
part of the business is to shut you down guess what girl you a oh boy sorry you will get shut down so pandora was given to epimetheus and epimetheus brother prometheus told him hey man like you know this is trifling i don't like him look what he did to hades look like he did to me look like it is to all these people like all these guys that is keep punishing so don't take anything from that guy because he's gonna turn back on you and well, guess what he did he did accept pandora and pandora uh, but zeus give pandora a box so no shit he gonna give her something to turn back on her but she, and i'm pretty sure zeus knew that pandora wouldn't be able we women usually we give her something say not to open it what why would you give it to me in the first place but she opened it and let out all the evil and mistrust in the world and once again if you ever heard somebody talking about the pandora box they're referring to the greek mythology okay let's move along now fact number six athena's thousands of gray eyes eyes sorry athena is supposed to have a thousand eyes in the form of the leaf of the olive tree she gifted the olive tree to the city of athens and became its guardian goddess the leaves of the olive tree are gray at the back and when the winds blow and lift the leaves up it looks like a thousand eyes are watching over the city oh that's cute athena's thousands of gray eyes so i never see an olive tree actually actually that made me want to investigate what olive tree look like but anyways that was the sixth fact nothing big really let's go to the seven to see if it is juicy like the previous one Apollo commandeered a ship in his dolphin form. Delphinius was the dolphin form of Apollo, which was worshipped at Delphi. This is strange because Delphi is in the mountain away from the sea, but apparently Apollo and his dolphin form jump up on the deck of a ship and commandeer it to the coast of at Delphi. According to the Greek mythology, the sailors become the first priests there. So apparently Apollo um, form because you know the the in Greek mythology the gods they were able to take human form but they were able to take like any more form any form they want as well. So apparently when Apollo um, transformed himself he he was a dolphin and I guess that was his little thing like he liked to be a dolphin and he find a boat while he was a dolphin and like take them to delphi which is actually i think is a let me see i think delphi is a city in greece is one of the most important archaeological site of greece and accordingly it seems to appear in the itinerary of every traveler which attracted to the oracle that influenced affair in the known world for over thousands years so if you heard that or if you are a traveler and or you got enough money to travel the world and i think visiting delphi will be a great destination for you you know it's like coming from the greek mythology and everything i think that sounds like a great destination for travelers in case you were looking for someone somewhere to go for vacation you're welcome okay let's move along the eight um fun fact Hera restored her virginity each year. Why does that sound familiar? You know, people that goes like get vagina rejuvenation, like that sounds like Hera. 
I think every place where you can rejuvenate your vagina should call the Hera Clinic because she was the one that went and rejuvenated her virginity each year. Here is the story. Hera was the sister of Zeus who later became his wife as she was very much in love with him. She got a love charm from Aphrodite to make Zeus fall in love with him, with her, sorry. But the most interesting thing about her is that she restored her virginity each year by bathing in the sacred spring called Catinus. So, in case people think that, oh, vagina rejuvenation is like a new thing, people didn't used to rejuvenate their vagina back in the days, is not a new thing, okay? But like, look at, in Greek mythology, the goddess who have rejuvenating their vagina. Anyway, I wouldn't rejuvenate my virginity for anything in the world. I'm good. Anyway, fact number nine. Athena defeated Poseidon to become the guardian of Athens. Athena and Poseidon both wanted to become the guardian of a certain city, so they decided to give a gift each to please the resident of the city. Poseidon gave them water in the form of a spring, but the water was salty and of no use. Athena gave them an olive tree, as I said earlier, which was much more useful as it gave food, oil, and wood. And so she won, and since then that, and since then that city has been known as Athens. So, if you wanted to know the reason why the city of Athens is because of Athena, as you, as I said, Athena and Poseidon, they were given the chance, like, to guard the Athens city. So Poseidon was like, okay, I'm gonna give them like something like we're gonna give them gift but apparently athena's gift was better than poseidon and pulelo poseidon he got denied a job so anyway finally we reach our 10th fun fact about um greek mythology now number 10 hercules gave us the saying taking the bulls by its horn Take doubles by his horn. You, I'm sure you have you heard that before. This is not new. The saying "taking the bulls by its horn" comes from Greek mythology. It was one of the twelve labor of Hercules that he had to perform to repent for killing his own wife and children in a fit of madness caused by Hera. He saved the city of Crete from a raging bull by seizing it by its horn. Oh my God, I didn't even know her could kill its wife and, and children. So a lot of those Greek mythology, they omit part on them, you know? They make you like, they give you the nice part and don't tell you the like, you know, the dirt under them. So that's why like, I think like having a podcast about that to enlighten people on certain little things that might have the band they might have missed is a great idea especially for example it's the same thing even in life you know like when you go on instagram no celebrities making advertisement for workouts of we both know you didn't work out but you pretending that like oh i'm doing that little shame workout and like this is what makes me look like big titties tiny waist big booties gym or working out never give nobody that shame if it was true guess what back in the days like all women will have been looking like this you know so it's because working out don't give you that body and when you actually take people that actually works out they do not have 
big titties, tiny waist, and big booties. Jeanette cannot give you that body. It's impossible. If you find it, please bring me the potion. I would love to drink it. Trust me. I'm from a culture where like big booty is like common. Like when I came in the city, it's a big thing. But in Asian culture, having a big as this is normal. This is that like I see as those people look sick. That's how big it is and it's natural. So please. So it's the same thing. Like to go back to my um, point, it's the same thing. So people always tend to give you what can that what they can commercialize of and save the dirt. And it's the same thing with Greek mythology. There's a lot of those Greek gods. You will see them as like, oh, that's a hero. Hercules was no hero. The man killed his wife and his kid. He has anger issue. Like what's wrong with you, man? Like Zeus killed his father. You know those gods were not as great as they say they made mistake and i think at the end of the day that's the beauty of greek mythology you know and as i said there's a lot of similarity between greek mythology and haitian voodoo so this is all i had for you today for our great greek mythology 10 fun fact and if you want to hear, hear more of Greek mythology, let me know. And regardless, if you let me know or not, I'm still going to come with more things about Greek mythology. So remember, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. You can go on our website, www.zillitalk.com, where you can get a range variety of things to do. For example, on our website, you can read our blog. Our blog is very diverse. We post about interesting things, really. And I think I'm going to post the 10 fun facts that I just tell you today. I'm going to also put them on the blog. We have, like, you can sign up to participate in our podcast if you want to, like, talk to us like if you got a good topic that you think hey i think that's a good topic that i can call about and talk i will be more than happy to have you you can also listen to our podcast because as i said earlier the encore app is tripping so if you have any problem listening you can always go on my website and listen to the podcast to our feed and you can participate in a live chat room and you can support us by buying one of our products. We got some new arrival for Christmas on the website. We got some nice tote bag with our original Zilli logo on it. And we have some nice backpack. We got a new Zilli Nike backpack. It's a very pretty backpack. I love it. And I got myself one one because it's really nice it's very cushiony i got a space for my laptop especially i'm gonna be traveling during the holiday and my laptop i cannot leave it behind because guess how i'm gonna do the podcast i got my i need my laptop i need my ipad i need my mixers i need everything you know to bring with me so having a zilly talk um nike backpack is the way to go so please head on our website and get you a little gift and really the money goes in supporting us and buying more equipment so we can bring you more better and greater podcasts and once again that was a pleasure to bring you another great podcast and please don't forget 
call contact us if you want to participate like i would love to have people participating in the podcast i would love to have people calling so we can interact oh by the way before i forgot we also got an online radio so you can listen to our online radio on my website of course and we got a show our show is live every saturday at zero nine in the morning and we talk about it. the show is called on the rise pretty much as um, i don't know if i said it before we talk about artists that are coming up in the music industry we play their songs and everything and give a short bio about them so if you know anybody that is like just starting to sing and everything you got a song from that person if you can email us that person's song and a short bio we will be more than happy to feature that person on our radio show on the rise that come up every saturday at zero nine on our website www.zilitalk.com once again that was your favorite your awesome girl lydia for another episode of zillipod hi welcome to another segment of zillipod so i before i start the episode i want to know if anybody is having trouble with the encore app like i having a lot of trouble lately i email support but i cannot see my previous episode because usually my previous episode i always share them on my social media like repeatedly share them on my social media i also like send them to my friends like post them on my website and everything but lately i cannot seem to find my episode on the actual app so please if you have the same issue send me a voice message or email me at contact us at zillitalk.com to let me know hey we have in the mom having the same issue with the app as well don't worry because sometimes you know when you're struggling and you know now you're not struggling alone it makes the struggle lighter and easier and right now i feel like i'm struggling alone i'm like oh maybe it's me i don't know but if you're having the same issue that i'm having right now with the app please let me know because i see that my listeners like keep increasing but i'm not seeing the episode on the app like i was about to see everything on the app before so if you have that same issue or you ran into that same issue previously please let me know that i'm not the first one struggling with it but anyways if you listen to my previous podcast i stated that i wanted to start talking about greek mythology the reason why i want to do that because my podcast is most more of a free-flowing podcast i don't want to talk about one specific thing like that's not me like at first like i know the originality of my podcast is about movie and tv like we like a little rotten tomato podcast but we're not called rotten tomatoes but my husband that was my husband on idea i like to start it which i appreciate it but the thing is i don't want to talk about tv and movies every day you know i know we haven't talked about it in a while we have one about tv and movies coming up your way but be patient stick with us and you're gonna love us because we don't want to talk about one thing do you eat the same food every day no you do not so we don't want to give you a podcast where we talk about the same thing every day no you're gonna get bored or you're gonna like listen to us some of the time but believe me although there's a lot of diversity in movies there's a lot to talk about in movies but i don't wanna like the world is a big place so we cannot focus on one thing like expand our horizon but 
Anyway, let's go back to Greek mythology. The reason why I wanted to talk, like, uh, do segments about Greek mythology because it's really one of those things that you cannot do one segment about. It's because there's a lot, a lot, when I say a lot, like multiple similarity between Greek mythology and Haitian voodoo. And the reason why those two things always interested me, because at the end of the day, it's my culture, you know? And my long-term goal is to start a particular research on voodoo and other religion, because it's a religion and it's my culture, and very often people give it a bad rap when it doesn't. It got a good side and a bad side to it, but it just, overall, I want to explore that part, like find out like the truth behind it like take a scientific approach toward voodoo so that's like my biggest goal and that's why anything that i see got similarities i investigate them as well and in the journey i want to share with with you guys so that's why i decided to do a segment particularly like do segments on greek mythology it's gonna be like it's not gonna be back to back back to back but it's gonna be multiple segments about greek mythology so the thing is with Greek mythology is they got a pantheon. When I say the pantheon, they is like according to the Google definition, if I may use it, if you guys don't mind, pantheon is defined as all the gods of a people or religion collectively. That means all the gods that you find within a specific religion or culture. So it's the same thing in how do they call that in egyptian they got a pantheon of god that's mean they like they're not monotheist they like polytheist they got different god they each god got a specific thing they do it's same thing in haitian voodoo we have multiple gods and each god got a specific purpose for example we got a god that called um Baon Samdi. Baon Samdi is the first God that you're supposed to ask permission before any voodoo religion. Like, he needs to open the door. He needs to give you that possibility to open the door for you. And in many, like, Greek mythology, Egyptian mythology, and all those mythology, you also find that same person that guard the, um, like, that guard the spirits. You know, for example, in Greek mythology, I think Hades is the keeper of the underworld well Bawon Samdi and Haitian voodoo is the keeper of the underworld like he hold that key like to go in that spot you need to go to him so there's a lot of similarity and there's a lot of God in Greek mythology when you look at Haitian voodoo like shit we got the same God but they just call different things for example um, Medusa you know she, um, no no Aphrodite she's the goddess of love and everything she's that like you know that awesome hot tamale you know that is that is a goddess when we have the same thing in haitian voodoo as well they call it erzili you know we got two erzili it's erzili daughter because she's the same thing as afro that she is that perfect they picture her as that beautiful woman you know that every man's wanna be with and everything and she's dating three god within her like pantheon and everything so as you can see that little example is like and trust me there's many many more similarity between the god and i can go all day all night between the similarity between greek god and voodoo gods and that's where i'm like you know a lot of those things like other people are rejecting like oh voodoo is bad and everything but when you take it it's pretty much the same thing as um you know other mythologies except 
voodoo thing to like get that dark side that goes toward witchcraft and that's make in what give it the bad juju but at the end of the day there's a lot of similarity with other great things like greek mythology i love greek mythology but anyways so that is why that i want to talk about greek mythology i mean i sorry i want to make segment about greek mythology so today we're gonna start simple because you know i gotta easy warp into it because not everybody like greek mythology is not everybody wanna like what is he talking about you know some people might like oh i don't want to listen to that podcast let me switch it but i promise you if you stick with us you're gonna fall in love with everything that we could talk about because we real people talking about real things that we're not getting paid for so if you support us please listen to us okay so today i'm gonna give you 10 fun facts about greek mythology the first fun fact is Zeus was an opportunist. Yes. Let me tell you why. Zeus was the all-powerful God, the king of God, the controller of friend and thunder, the father of many children and the vanquisher of the titans. But he couldn't have done it alone. Greek mythology tells us that Hades was the one to surprise Cronus by wearing his invisibility helmet and Poseidon was the one who immobilized his body. Zeus seized this opportunity and killed his fighter by striking him with a thunderbolt and became the king of gods. So as you see, like Zeus, like the way the people always see Zeus like as that god of God, the great god. No, he's not. He killed his father. Kronos was the Zeus Hades uh, father. So he killed his father. So would you trust somebody that killed his father? No. So yes, he was an opportunist in case you never see that side of him. Now, fact two. Hades was technically an Olympian but was not counted as one. Hades was as powerful as many of the other 12 Olympians, which technically made him the 13th Olympian, but since he resided in the underworld and not on Mount Olympus, he was not known as an Olympian. Hades was also the one who helped Zeus defeat their father Cronus and helped them to become gods. So, as you see, the way the mythology, like oh, most of the time, the way we see it is Hades is the bad guy, when it's not like and of course he is a olympian because he is like zeus brother and he the, the, the reason why they call them olympian all those gods because technically in the mythology there is 12 olympians god however in reality there's 13 because Hades, as I just said, because he doesn't live on Mount Olympus, they don't call him an Olympian, but he is an Olympian technically. And they always portray him as the bad guy. Even in that little um, animated movie, Hercules, you know, they show Hades as the bad guy when he was not. Like technically, Zeus is the bad guy. You kill your own father, man. Like, how good could you be? And you did that to your brother. Like, nobody should trust you. But of course, like sometimes you help people, you know, I, I know a lot of people in life that can relate to Hades. Um, if I said it right and if I said it wrong, let me spell it for you. It's H-A-D-E-S. So I know a lot of you can relate to him because sometimes you got family member that you help do things like you help achieve their dream and everything. And once they achieve their dream, they feel like the proper thing to do is to let you down, you know, slowly. So if you've been through that, there goes your favorite person in the world, Hades, because 
you guys might have a lot of things in common and he's not a bad person as they portray him normally in the mythology third fun fact prometheus kept stealing from the god prometheus was another interesting titan in the greek mythology he was the wisest among the titans and could apparently see the future he knew zeus would win and fought from his side when he fought Cronus. he is notorious for thinking himself to be smarter than the god and kept stealing from them when he stole fire from the god and gave it to the mortals he was caught and was punished by zeus so prometheus <laughs> is those people like that believe that they are so you know some people that think that they are way smarter they, they can outsmart you for example my daughter she's five years old but she thinks that she can outsmart me but it's not true so he think that he was able to outsmart the god because he was like part of those people that let zeus know that hey if you fight your father you're gonna make it so as i said zeus is not the great, great guy like everything goes to him doing shitty things he's a shitty bug so no like get it together and i hate like sometimes when even when they're teaching you about mythology they try to convert you like to give like to make you take what people want to teach you like when they taught me greek mythology back in school they taught me like zeus is like the great god and everything and hades was the bad guy but no maybe you were taught differently because every teacher teach differently but i feel like my teacher put a lot of her personal opinion in the greek mythology so anyways this is what i'm telling you right now is fact not my opinion fourth fun fact about greek mythology atlas was punished to hold the heaven not the earth atlas was a titan who fought and led a battle of titans against zeus but got defeated and was punished by zeus to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity for a while he got hercules to hold it up for him but then later reassumed his duty when hercules cheated him into holding the weight of the heavens again he is wrongly portrayed to be holding up the earth so this is another thing i don't know where he get lost in translation atlas was not holding earth he was holding heaven let me repeat that part for you atlas was a titan who fought and led a battle of titans against zeus but got defeated and was punished by zeus to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity he was punished to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity but i don't know why he get wrongly portrayed to be holding up earth he was not holding up earth he was supposed to hold heaven on his shoulder so another very misunderstanding and sometimes when those misunderstanding become commercial we tend to get lost and get the wrong information but sometimes you need to dig the dirt under the table to find out what is buried anyway fifth fun fact pandora was the first mortal woman oh i like that name if i got another kid i'm gonna call her pandora i like that name Pandora was made by Zeus and was the first mortal woman according to Greek mythology. She received a gift from each of the gods to make her perfect. Zeus gave her to Epimetheus who had been warned by his brother Prometheus to not take any gift from Zeus but, um, but he got enchanted by Pandora's beauty and accepted. 
He gave her a box and told her never to open it. But she couldn't resist an opening, letting out all evil and mistrust in the world. So if you usually hear people talking about the a Pandora box, is that's what they're referring to. It's part of the Greek mythology. As you see, like Pandora is the first mother woman that they that the gods put together. She was, you know, of course, she was like beautiful, but and Emetheus, you remember, Prometheus is that one that, as I said earlier, that was stealing from the garden, thought that he was smarter, and he was the one that he was part of the uh, suicide squad, you know, that helped Zeus kill his um, Kronos, his father, and because he got he was stealing from the god, Zeus punished him. Zeus got no sympathy, like he doesn't care if you help him or not, he's gonna shut you down. He's like a lot of businessmen, he's the perfect example of a businessman because businessmen usually that's how they are, they don't care if you help them build a business from ground to up. If part of the business is to shut you down, guess what, girl, you will, or boy, sorry, you will get shut down. So, Pandora was given to Epimetheus, and Epimetheus brother, Epimetheus told him, hey man, like, you know, this is trifling, I don't like him, look what he did to Hades, look like he did to me, look like it is to all these people, like all these guys that is keep punishing. So don't take anything from that guy because he's gonna turn back on you. Anyway, guess what he did? He did accept Pandora and Pandora, uh, but Zeus give Pandora a box. So no shit, he gonna give her something to turn back on her. But she, and I'm pretty sure Zeus knew that Pandora wouldn't be able, we women usually, we give her something say not to open it. What, why would you give it to me in the first place? But she opened it and let out all the evil and mistrust in the world. And once again, if you ever heard somebody talking about the Pandora box, they're referring to the Greek mythology. Okay, let's move along. Now, fact number six. Athena's thousands of gray eyes. Eyes, sorry. Athena is supposed to have a thousand eyes in the form of the leaf of the olive tree. She gifted the olive tree to the city of Athens and became its guardian goddess. The leaves of the olive tree are gray at the back and when the winds blow and lift the leaves up, it looks like a thousand eyes are watching over the city. Oh, that's cute. Athena's thousands of gray eyes. So I never see an olive tree actually. I feel like that makes me want to investigate what olive tree look like. But anyways, that was the sixth fact. Nothing big really. Let's go to the seven to see if it is juicy like the previous one. Apollo commandeered a ship in his dolphin form. Delphinius was the dolphin form of Apollo which was worshipped at Delphi. This is strange because Delphi is in the mountain away from the sea but apparently Apollo and his dolphin form jump up on the deck of a ship and commandeer it to the coast of at Delphi. According to the Greek mythology, the sailors become the first priests there. So apparently Apollo um, form because you know the the in Greek mythology the gods they were able to take human form but they were able to take like any more form any form they want as well. So apparently when Apollo um, transformed himself he he was a dolphin and I guess that was his little thing like he liked to be a dolphin and he find a boat 
while he was a dolphin and like take them to delphi which is actually i think is a let me see i think delphi is a city in greece is one of the most important archaeological sites of Greece and accordingly it seems to appear in the itinerary of every traveler which attracted to the oracle that influenced affair in the known world for over thousands years. So if you heard that or if you are a traveler and or you got enough money to travel the world and I think visiting Delphi will be a great destination for you. You know, it's like coming from the Greek mythology and everything. I think that sounds like a great destination for travelers. In case you are looking for somewhere, somewhere to go for vacation, you're welcome. Okay, let's move along. The eighth um, fun fact. Hera restored her virginity each year. Why does that sound familiar? You know, people that go like, get vagina rejuvenation. Like, that sounds like Hera. I think every place where you can rejuvenate your vagina should call the Hera Clinic because she was the one that went and rejuvenated her virginity each year. Here is the story. Hera was the sister of Zeus who later became his wife as she was very much in love with him. She got a love charm from Aphrodite to make Zeus fall in love with him, with her, sorry. But the most interesting thing about her is that she restored her virginity each year by bathing in the sacred spring called Catinus. So, in case people think that oh, vagina rejuvenation is like a new thing, people didn't used to rejuvenate their vagina back in the days, is not a new thing, okay? But like, look at in Greek mythology, the goddess who have rejuvenating their vagina, anyway. I wouldn't rejuvenate my virginity for anything in the world, I'm good. Anyway, fact number nine. Athena defeated Poseidon to become the guardian of Athens. Athena and Poseidon both wanted to become the guardian of a certain city, so they decided to give a gift each to please the resident of the city. Poseidon gave them water in the form of a spring, but the water was salty and of no use. Athena gave them an olive tree, as I said earlier, which was much more useful as it gave food, oil, and wood. And so she won, and since then, that and since then, that city has been known as Athens. So, if you wanted to know the reason why the city of Athens is because of Athena, as you, as I said, Athena and Poseidon, they were given the chance, like, to guard the Athens city. So Poseidon was like, okay, I'm gonna give them like something like we're gonna give them gift but apparently athena's gift was better than poseidon and pulelo poseidon he got denied a job so anyway finally we reach our 10 fun fact about um greek mythology now number 10 hercules gave us the saying taking the bulls by its horn Take doubles by his horn. You, I'm sure you have you heard that before. This is not new. The saying "taking the bulls by its horn" comes from Greek mythology. It was one of the twelve labor of Hercules that he had to perform to repent for killing his own wife and children in a fit of madness caused by Hera. 
He saved the city of Crete from a raging bull by seizing it by its horn. Oh my God, I didn't even know her kill its wife and in children. So a lot of those Greek mythology, they omit part on them, you know? They make you like, they give you the nice part and don't tell you the like, you know, the dirt under them. So that's why like, I think like having a podcast about that to enlighten people on certain little things that might have the band they might have missed is a great idea. Especially, for example, it's the same thing even in life. You know, like when you go on Instagram, those celebrities making advertisement for workouts of we both know you didn't work out but you pretending that like oh i'm doing that little shame workout and like this is what makes me look like big titties tiny waist big booties gym or working out never give nobody that shame if it was true guess what back in the days like all women will have been looking like this you know so it's because working out don't give you that body and when you actually take people that actually works out they do not have big titties tiny waist and big booties Jeanette cannot give you that body it's impossible if you find it please bring me the potion I would love to drink it trust me I'm from a culture where like big booty is like common like when i came in the city it's a big thing but in Asian culture having a big as this is normal this is like i see as those people look sick that's how big it is and it's natural so please so it's the same thing like to go back to my um point is the same thing so people always tend to give you what can that what they can commercialize of and save the dirt and it's the same thing with greek mythology there's a lot of those greek god you will see them as like oh that's a hero hercules was no hero the man killed his wife and his kid he has anger issue like what's wrong with you man like zeus killed his father you know those gods were not as great as they say they made mistake and i think at the end of the day that's the beauty of greek mythology you know and as i said there's a lot of similarity between greek mythology and haitian voodoo so this is all i had for you today for our great greek mythology 10 fun fact and if you want to hear, hear more of greek mythology let me know and regardless if you let me know or not i'm still gonna come with more things about greek mythology so remember Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. You can go on our website, www.zillytalk.com, where you can get a range variety of things to do. For example, on our website, you can read our blog. Our blog is very diverse. We post about interesting things, really and i think i'm gonna post the 10 fun facts that i just tell you today i'm gonna also put them on the blog we have like you can sign up to participate in our podcast if you want to like talk to us like if you got a good topic that you think hey i think that's a good topic that i can call about and talk i will be more than happy to have you you can also listen to our podcast because as i said earlier the encore app is tripping so if you having problem listening you can always go on my website and listen to the podcast to our feed and you can participate in a live chat room and you can support us by buying one of our product 
we got some new arrival for christmas on the website we got some nice tote bag with our original zilly logo on it and we have some nice backpack we got a new zilly nike backpack it's a very pretty backpack i love it and i got myself one one because it's really nice it's very cushiony i got a space for my laptop especially i'm gonna be traveling during the holiday and my laptop i cannot leave it behind because guess how i'm gonna do the podcast i got my i need my laptop i need my ipad i need my mixers i need everything you know to bring with me so having a zilly talk um nike backpack is the way to go so please head on our website and get you a little gift and really the money goes in supporting us and buying more equipment so we can bring you more better and greater podcasts and once again that was a pleasure to bring you another great podcast and please don't forget call contact us if you want to participate like i would love to have people participating in the podcast i would love to have people calling so we can interact oh by the way before i forgot we also got an online radio so you can listen to our online radio on my website of course and we got a show our show is live every saturday at zero nine in the morning and we talk about it. the show is called on the rise pretty much as um, i don't know if i said it before we talk about artists that are coming up in the music industry we play their songs and everything and give a short bio about them so if you know anybody that is like just starting to sing and everything you got a song from that person if you can email us that person's song and a short bio we will be more than happy to feature that person on our radio show on the rise that come up every saturday at zero nine on our website www.zillytalk.com once again that was your favorite your awesome girl lydia for another episode of zillipod hi welcome to another segment of zillipod so i before i start the episode i want to know if anybody is having trouble with the encore app like i having a lot of trouble lately i email support but i cannot see my previous episode because usually my previous episode i always share them on my social media like repeatedly share them on my social media i also like send them to my friends like post them on my website and everything but lately i cannot seems to find my episode on the actual app so please if you have the same issue send me a voice message or email me at contact us at zillytalk.com to let me know hey we have in the mom having the same issue with the app as well don't worry because sometimes you know when you're struggling and you know now you're not struggling alone it makes the struggle lighter and easier and right now i feel like i'm struggling alone i'm like oh maybe it's me i don't know but if you're having the same issue that i'm having right now with the app please let me know because i see that my listeners like keep increasing but i'm not seeing the episode on the app like i was about to see everything on the app before so if you have that same issue or you ran into that same issue previously please let me know that i'm not the first one struggling with it but anyways if you listen to my previous podcast i stated that i wanted to start talking about greek mythology the reason why i want to do that because my podcast is most more of a free-flowing podcast i don't want to talk about one specific thing like that's not me 
like at first like oh, i know the originality of my podcast is about movie and tv like we like a little rotten tomato podcast but we're not called rotten tomatoes but my husband that was my husband idea i like to start it which i appreciate it but the thing is i don't want to talk about tv and movies every day you know i know we haven't talked about it in a while we have one about tv and movies coming up your way but be patient stick with us and you're gonna love us because we don't want to talk about one thing do you eat the same food every day no you do not so we don't want to give you a podcast where we talk about the same thing every day no you're gonna get bored or you're gonna like listen to us some of the time but believe me although there's a lot of diversity in movies there's a lot to talk about in movies but i don't wanna like the world is a big place so we cannot focus on one thing like expand our horizon but anyway let's go back to greek mythology the reason why i wanted to talk like uh do segments about greek mythology because it's really one of those things that you cannot do one segment about it's because there's a lot a lot when i say a lot like multiple similarity between greek mythology and haitian voodoo and the reason why those two things always interested me because at the end of the day it's my culture you know and my long-term goal is to start a particular research on voodoo and other religion because it's a religion and it's my culture and very often people give it a bad rap when it doesn't it got a good side and a bad side to it but it just overall i want to explore that part like find out like the truth behind it like take a scientific approach toward voodoo so that's like my biggest goal and that's why anything that i see got similarities i investigate them as well and in the journey i want to share with with you guys so that's why i decided to do a segment particularly like do segments on greek mythology it's gonna be like it's not gonna be back to back back to back but it's gonna be multiple segments about greek mythology so the thing is with greek mythology is they got a pantheon when i said a pantheon there is like according to the google definition if i may use it if you guys don't mind pantheon is defined as all the gods of a people or religion collectively that's mean all the god that you find within a specific religion or culture so is the same thing in how do they call that in egyptian they got a pantheon of god that's mean they like they're not monotheist they like polytheist they got different god they each god got a specific thing they do it's same thing in haitian voodoo we have multiple gods and each god got a specific purpose for example we got a god that called um baon samedi baon samedi is the first god that you're supposed to ask permission before any voodoo religion like he needs to open the he needs to give you that possibility to open the door for you and in many like greek mythology egyptian mythology and all those mythology you also find that same person that guard the on like that guard the spirits you know for example in greek mythology i think Hades is the keeper of the underworld well Bawa Samdi and Haitian voodoo is the keeper of the underworld like he hold that key like to go in that spot you need to go to him so there's a lot of similarity and there's a lot of God in Greek mythology when you look at Haitian voodoo like shit we got the same God but they just call different things for example um, Medusa 
you know, um, no, no, Aphrodite. She's the goddess of love and everything. She's that, like, you know, that awesome hot tamale, you know, that is, that is a goddess. When we have the same thing in Haitian voodoo as well, they call it Erzili. You know, we got two Erzili. It's Erzili Dator because she's the same thing as Aphrodite. She's that perfect they picture her as that beautiful woman you know that every man's wanna be with and everything and she's dating three god within her like pantheon and everything so as you can see that Lelo example is like and trust me there's many many more similarity between the god and i can go all day all night between the similarity between greek god and voodoo gods and that's where I'm like, you know, a lot of those things, like other people are rejecting, like, oh, voodoo is bad and everything. But when you take it, it's pretty much the same thing as, um, you know, other mythologies. Except voodoo tend to, like, get that dark side that goes toward witchcraft. And that's make in what give it the bad juju. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of similarity with other great things, like Greek mythology. I love Greek mythology. But anyways, so that is why that I want to talk about Greek mythology. I mean, I, sorry, I want to make segment about Greek mythology. So today we're going to start simple because, you know, I got to easy warp into it because not everybody like Greek mythology is not everybody want to like, what is she talking about? You know, some people might like, oh, I don't want to listen to that podcast. Let me switch it. But I promise you, if we stick with us, you're going to fall in love with everything that we could talk about because we real people talking about real things that we're not getting paid for. So if you support us, please listen to us. Okay. So today I'm going to give you 10 fun facts about Greek mythology. The first fun fact is Zeus was an opportunist. Yes. Let me tell you why. Zeus was the all-powerful God, the king of God, the controller of friend and thunder, the father of many children and the vanquisher of the titans. But he couldn't have done it alone. Greek mythology tells us that Hades was the one to surprise Cronus by wearing his invisibility helmet and Poseidon was the one who immobilized his body. Zeus seized this opportunity and killed his fighter by striking him with a thunderbolt and became the king of gods. So as you see, like Zeus, like the way the people always see Zeus like as that god of God, the great god. No, he's not. He killed his father. Kronos was the Zeus Hades uh, father. So he killed his father. So would you trust somebody that killed his father? No. So yes, he was an opportunist in case you never see that side of him. Now, fact two. Hades was technically an Olympian but was not counted as one. Hades was as powerful as many of the other 12 Olympians, which technically made him the 13th Olympian, but since he resided in the underworld and not on Mount Olympus, he was not known as an Olympian. Hades was also the one who helped Zeus defeat their father Cronus and helped them to become gods. So, as you see, the way the mythology, like oh, most of the time, the way we see it is Hades is the bad guy, when it's not like and of course he is a olympian because he is like zeus brother and he the, the, the reason why they call them olympian all those god because technically in the mythology there is 12 olympians god however in reality there's 13 because 
Hades, as I just said, because he doesn't live on Mount Olympus. They don't call him an Olympian, but he is an Olympian technically. And they always portray him as the bad guy. Even in that little um, animated movie, Hercules, you know, they show Hades as the bad guy when he was not. Like, technically, Zeus is the bad guy. You kill your own father, man. Like, how good could you be? And you did that to your brother. Like, nobody should trust you. But, of course, like, sometimes you help people. You know, I, I know a lot of people in life that can relate to Hades. Um, if I said it right, and if I said it wrong, let me spell it for you. It's H-A-D-E-S. So, I know a lot of you can relate to him because sometimes you got family member that you help do things. Like, you help achieve their dream and everything. And once they achieve their dream, they feel like the proper thing to do is to let you down, you know, slowly. So, if you've been through that, there goes your favorite person in the world, Hades. Because you guys might have a lot of things in common. And he's not a bad person as they portray him normally in their mythology. Third fun fact. Prometheus kept stealing from the god. Prometheus was another interesting titan in the Greek mythology. He was the wisest among the titans and could apparently see the future. He knew Zeus would win and fought from his side when he fought Kronos. He is notorious for thinking himself to be smarter than the god and kept stealing from them. When he stole fire from the god and gave it to the mortals, he was caught and was punished by Zeus. So Prometheus is those people like that believe that they are. So you know some people that think that they are way smarter than they can outsmart you. For example, my daughter, she's five years old, but she thinks that she can outsmart me. But it's not true. So he think that he was able to outsmart the god because he was like part of those people that let Zeus know that hey if you fight your father you're gonna make it so as I said Zeus is not the great, great guy like everything goes to him doing shady things he's a shady bug so no like get it together and I hate like sometimes when even when they're teaching you about mythology they try to converge you like to give like to make you take what people want to teach you like when they taught me Greek mythology back in school, they taught me like Zeus is like the great god and everything and Hades was the bad guy. But no, maybe you were taught differently because every teacher teach differently. But I feel like my teacher put a lot of her personal opinion in the Greek mythology. So anyways, this is what I'm telling you right now is fact, not my opinion. Fourth fun fact about Greek mythology. Atlas was punished to hold the heaven, not the earth. Atlas was a titan who fought and led a battle of titans against Zeus, but got defeated and was punished by Zeus to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity. For a while, he got Hercules to hold it up for him, but then later reassumed his duty when Hercules cheated him into holding the weight of the heavens again. He is wrongly portrayed to be holding up the earth. So, this is another thing. I don't know where he get lost in translation. Atlas was not holding earth. 
it was holding heaven let me repeat that part for you atlas was a titan who fought and led a battle of titans against zeus but got defeated and was punished by zeus to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity he was punished to hold up heaven on his shoulder for all eternity but I don't know why he get wrongly portrayed to be holding up earth. He was not holding up earth. He was supposed to hold heaven on his shoulder. So another very misunderstanding. And sometimes when those misunderstanding become commercial, we tend to get lost and get the wrong information. But sometimes you need to dig the dirt under the table to find out what is buried. Anyway, fifth fun fact. Pandora was the first model woman. Oh, I like that name. If I got another kid, I'm going to call her Pandora. I like that name. Pandora was made by Zeus and was the first mortal woman according to Greek mythology. She received a gift from each of the gods to make her perfect. Zeus gave her to Epimetheus, who had been warned by his brother Prometheus to not take any gift from Zeus, but, um, but he got enchanted by Pandora's beauty and accepted he gave her a box and told her never to open it. But she couldn't resist and open it, letting out all evil and mistrust in the world. So if you usually hear people talking about the a Pandora box, is that's what they're referring to. It's part of the Greek mythology. As you see, like Pandora is the first mother woman that they that the gods put together she was you know of course she was like beautiful but and emetheus remember prometheus is that one as i said earlier that was stealing from the garden thought that she, he was smarter and he was the one that he was part of the uh, suicide squad you know that helped zeus kill his um corners his father and because he got he was stealing from the god zeus punish him zeus got no sympathy like he doesn't care if you help him or not he's gonna shut you down he's like a lot of businessmen he's a perfect example of a businessman because businessmen usually that's how they are they don't care if you help them build a business from ground to up if part of the business is to shut you down guess what girl you will oh boy sorry you will get shut down so pandora was given to epimetheus and epimetheus brother prometheus told him hey man like you know this is trifling i don't like him look what he did to hades look like he did to me Look like it is to all these people, like all these guys that is keep punishing. So don't take anything from that guy because he's going to turn back on you. And well, guess what he did? He did accept Pandora. And Pandora, uh, but Zeus gave Pandora a box. So no shit. He's going to give her something to turn back on her. But she, And I'm pretty sure Zeus knew that Pandora wouldn't be able. We Women usually, we give her something, say not to open it. What? Why would you give it to me in the first place? But she opened it and let out all the evil and mistrust in the world. And once again, if you ever heard somebody talking about the Pandora box, they're referring to the Greek mythology. Okay, let's move along. Now, fact number six. Athena's thousands of gray eyes. Eyes, sorry. Athena is supposed to have a thousand eyes in the form of the leaf of the olive tree. She gifted the olive tree to the city of Athens and became its guardian goddess. 
The leaves of the olive tree are gray at the back and when the winds blow and lift the leaves up, it looks like a thousand eyes are watching over the city. Oh, that's cute. Athena thousands of gray eyes. So I never see an olive tree actually. I feel like that makes me want to investigate what olive tree look like. But anyways, that was the sixth fact. Nothing big really. Let's go to the seven to see if it is juicy like the previous one. Apollo commandeered a ship in his dolphin form. Delphinius was the dolphin form of Apollo, which was worshipped at Delphi. This is strange because Delphi is in the mountain away from the sea, but apparently Apollo and his dolphin form jump up on the deck of a ship and commandeer it to the coast of at Delphi. According to the Greek mythology, the sailors become the first priest there. So apparently Apollo um, form because you know the the in Greek mythology the gods they were able to take human form but they were able to take like any more form any form they want as well. So apparently when Apollo um, transformed himself he he was a dolphin and I guess that was his little thing like he liked to be a dolphin and he find a boat while he was a dolphin and like take them to delphi which is actually i think is a let me see i think delphi is a city in greece is one of the most important archaeological sites of greece and accordingly it seems to appear in the itinerary of every traveler which attracted to the oracle that influenced affair in the known world for over thousands years so if you heard that or if you are a traveler and or you got enough money to travel the world and i think visiting delphi will be a great destination for you you know it's like coming from the greek mythology and everything i think that sounds like a great destination for travelers in case you were looking for someone somewhere to go for vacation you're welcome okay let's move along the eight um fun fact Hera restored her virginity each year. Why does that sound familiar? You know, people that goes like get vagina rejuvenation. Like, that sounds like Hera. I think every place where you can rejuvenate your vagina should call the Hera Clinic. Because she was the one that went and rejuvenated her virginity each year. Here is the story. Hera was the sister of Zeus, who later became his wife, as she was very much in love with him. She got a love charm from Aphrodite to make Zeus fall in love with him, with her, sorry. But the most interesting thing about her is that she restored her virginity each year by bathing in the sacred spring called Catinus. So in case people think that oh vagina rejuvenation is like a new thing people didn't used to rejuvenate their vagina back in the days is not a new thing okay but like look at in greek mythology the goddess who have rejuvenating their vagina anyway i wouldn't rejuvenate my virginity for anything in the world i'm good anyway fact number nine Athena defeated Poseidon to become the guardian of Athens. Athena and Poseidon both wanted to become the guardian of a certain city, so they decided to give a gift each to please the resident of the city. Poseidon gave them water in the form of a spring, but the water was salty and of no use. 
Athena gave them an olive tree, as I said earlier, which was much more useful as it gave food, oil, and wood. And so she won. And since then, that and since then, that city has been known as Athens. So, if you wanted to know the reason why the city of Athens is because of Athena, as you, as I said, Athena and Poseidon, they were given the chance, like, to guard the Athens city. So Poseidon was like, okay, I'm gonna give them like something like we're gonna give them gift but apparently athena's gift was better than poseidon and pulelo poseidon he got denied the job so anyway finally we reach our 10 fun fact about um greek mythology now number 10 hercules gave us the saying taking the bulls by its horn Take doubles by his horn. You, I'm sure you have you heard that before. This is not new. The saying "taking the bulls by its horn" comes from Greek mythology. It was one of the twelve labor of Hercules that he had to perform to repent for killing his own wife and children in a fit of madness caused by Hera. He saved the city of Crete from a raging bull by seizing it by its horn. Oh my God, I didn't even know her kill its wife and in children. So a lot of those Greek mythology, they omit part on them, you know? They make you like, they give you the nice part and don't tell you the like, you know, the dirt under them. So that's why like, I think like having a podcast about that to enlighten people on certain little things that might have the band they might have missed is a great idea especially for example it's the same thing even in life you know like when you go on instagram no celebrities making advertisement for workouts of we both know you didn't work out but you pretending that like oh i'm doing that little shame workout and like this is what makes me look like big titties tiny waist big booties gym or working out never give nobody that shame if it was true guess what back in the days like all women will have been looking like this you know so it's because working out don't give you that body and when you actually take people that actually works out they do not have big titties tiny waist and big booties gene cannot give you that body it's impossible if you find it please bring me the potion i would love to drink it trust me i'm from a culture where like Big booty is like common. Like when I came in the city, it's a big thing. But in Asian culture, having a big as this is normal. This is that like I see as those people look sick. That's how big it is, and it's natural. So please, so it's the same thing. Like to go back to my um, point, it's the same thing. So people always tend to give you what can that what they can commercialize of and save the dirt and it's the same thing with greek mythology there's a lot of those greek gods you will see them as like oh that's a hero hercules was no hero the man killed his wife and his kid he has anger issue like what's wrong with you man like zeus killed his father you know those gods were not as great as they say they made mistake and i think at the end of the day that's the beauty of greek mythology you know and as i said there's a lot of similarity between greek mythology and haitian voodoo so this is all i had for you today for our great greek mythology 10 fun fact and if you want to hear, hear more of greek mythology let me know and regardless if you let me know or not i'm still gonna come with more things about greek mythology so remember 
follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. You can go on our website, www.zillitalk.com, where you can get a range variety of things to do. For example, on our website, you can read our blog. Our blog is very diverse. We post about interesting things, really. And I think I'm going to post the 10 fun facts that I just tell you today. I'm going to also put them on the blog. We have, like, you can sign up to participate in our podcast if you want to, like, talk to us like if you got a good topic that you think hey i think that's a good topic that i can call about and talk i will be more than happy to have you you can also listen to our podcast because as i said earlier the encore app is tripping so if you have any problem listening you can always go on my website and listen to the podcast to our feed and you can participate in a live chat room and you can support us by buying one of our products. We got some new arrival for Christmas on the website. We got some nice tote bag with our original Zilli logo on it. And we have some nice backpack. We got a new Zilli Nike backpack. It's a very pretty backpack. I love it. And I got myself one one because it's really nice it's very cushiony i got a space for my laptop especially i'm gonna be traveling during the holiday and my laptop i cannot leave it behind because guess what i'm gonna do the podcast i got my i need my laptop i need my ipad i need my mixers i need everything you know to bring with me so having a zilly talk um nike backpack is the way to go so please head on our website and get you a little gift and really the money goes in supporting us and buying more equipment so we can bring you more better and greater podcasts and once again that was a pleasure to bring you another great podcast and please don't forget call contact us if you want to participate like i would love to have people participating in the podcast i would love to have people calling so we can interact oh by the way before i forgot we also got an online radio so you can listen to our online radio on my website of course and we got a show our show is live every saturday at zero nine in the morning and we talk about it. the show is called on the rise pretty much as um, i don't know if i said it before we talk about artists that are coming up in the music industry we play their songs and everything and give a short bio about them so if you know anybody that is like just starting to sing and everything you got a song from that person if you can email us that person's song and a short bio we will be more than happy to feature that person on our radio show on the rise that come up every saturday at zero nine on our website www.zillitalk.com once again that was your favorite your awesome girl lydia for another episode of zillipod